We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local story. Oh, it's rained, so we've got Donnie back in the studio. Hey, how you going, Jay? Good. Can you, you're usually really good at working a microphone, but you're going to have to sit closer because I can't hear you. I think uh, that's the one. There you go. That yeah, that's better. Yeah. Much better. Good. So obviously uh, Charlie wasn't available today. That's why I got the phone call. <laughs> no, Charlie's no, he's not available. Ethan he's... wasn't around. So... No, Ethan's gone back to uni. Oh, has he? That's yeah. And good. I did ask Luke to come in. I think he might a little bit later because he's doing Auskick. Ah, oh, yes. There's a lot to catch up on. But um, there were discussions had last week when we saw news come out on Facebook. On Facebook. About no, sorry, it was in a Sunny Daily on Saturday. About your coaching appointment that you didn't tell us about. I didn't know until about two days before it came out. So it was pretty well, quick, actually. Two days before it came uh, out. As it came about, um, Michael Woods, who used to coach Rumble, mm-hmm. coached me to my first premiership in 1991. Yeah, right. He's on the league board now. Ah. Um, and he, I speak to him probably once every month or whatever. And mm. he asked me, going back a while ago, oh, would you be interested? And I said, oh, yeah, it wouldn't be a bad gig. Mm. And then, um, yeah, out of the blue, another league representative rang me and said, well, were you interested? I said, give me 24 hours and I thought, why not? Yeah, going to be working with the best players in the competition, yeah. why not? So, uh, well, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense so to I'm, me. So, yeah, no, I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, some big name recruits in their league this year, which is good. Like who? Um, obviously, there was a new guy for South Missouri yesterday, actually. Um, oh, yeah? I can't remember his name now. <laughs> Clearly there's, a big there's name. There's a couple of AFL guys. <laughs> is there? Um, the Rumble Chase one and missed out. He mm. went to Redcliffe's. Mm. Who was that? And Birchall. Okay. Birchall, I think. Oh. Something Birchall. wasn't actually the Birchall. I was going to say, no, not the no, Birchall no, that no, plays no, for Hawthorne. No, no. no. Um, <laughs> and there's one guy from um, from Oyen, Dallas Wismore, Wismore or something. Oh, yeah, okay. He was on Hawthorne's list. Yep. So, yeah, it's a couple of big names and mm. just uh, ringing around all the clubs at the moment, speaking to coaches, getting uh, – Get, making sure they're behind us, yep. Because um, that's the biggest thing. If the club support us and let their players play, yeah, um, then the, the players will be happy to play. I think. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, I've got some good response. Actually, it's been good. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. It's a big name coach, really, isn't it, for this league? Not really. Oh, come on, no, Donnie. No, come no, on, not really. Well, it's not like you to be humble. Come on. No, it's. Um, <laughs> I actually, it's a good time for me to do it. I think it is. Um, Picking's been very, very stressful, mm. and Carmel actually wanted me to get to do something to get away from the farm. Yep. Um, and not going to play this year. So I was only coaching Samuel's team with Finch Utica and yep. um, I thought, you know what, let's have a crack. Why mm. not? And I've got nothing to lose because I haven't won a game for 10 years. So I want to hide into nothing. So if I win, I'm a genius. If I lose, I'm just another runner and build coach. Yeah, so. but do you think coaching, that's where you're going to go? Yeah, definitely. I want yep. to coach. Yeah. Uh, my ambition is always to coach a flag at Romba. Yeah. Oh, really? That's That's been my ambition since day one. So obviously my playing days are over. So if I can be a non-playing coach, which I think they're coming back into vogue now. So Absolutely. Um, and I just don't want to go and coach anywhere else. I always mm. just want to coach Romba to a flag. So if I can do that. And my, I did state, I don't know if it was on this program or this podcast or yeah. maybe or one of the I, or I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. But I did say that I wanted to follow my under – I've had my same group in under nines, under tens. Or actually, from what well, Luke's going to take Auskick, I had them from Auskick. Yep. And um, my ambition is to follow them through and hopefully win a grand final. So, mm. so is that the under eighteen group this year? <laughs> no, they're only under fourteen. Oh right, okay, all right. So, so you've got a few years. Uh, so oh look, some of these kids are going to be good footballers. So, yeah. Um, and I think at the moment, 
what I can see down the footy club, they're, they're pushing the youth anyway. Mm. So, um, yeah, hopefully before you know it, you know, I keep on giving it to my son. He didn't want me to pump me tyres, but I will. He's under 14s. I played senior footy at 15, so I told him he's only got one more year. So, Is uh, Samuel 14? Oh, yeah, he's under 14s this year. He's 13, so he's playing yeah, okay. under 14s, yeah. Gosh, I didn't realise he was that old. Yeah. Kids yeah. grow quick. Very quick. Mm. Very well, quick. that's um, that's interesting because I thought this – when I saw that announcement, I thought this will be Donnie's entrance into mm. his coaching career. I do. Yeah. I do. I do want to coach. Yeah. Um, but, look, maybe if I get an offer in another league, I, mm. I would never want to coach against Ronvale. That's for Would sure. you go to Warren Ed? They've yeah, got a coach. Been, I mean, Marcus has been there forever yeah. and a day and he's signed on again. But it would be pretty attractive. They're a pretty successful side, aren't mm. they? So, well, Tori yeah. tried to get you there, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, but that's, that's going back a long time ago. That was big money back then too. So, it was big yeah. money back then. Imagine yeah, what would, you could get now. Yeah, they wouldn't even – they wouldn't sniff at that now, the young blokes. No. That money. But, um, oh, look, I just – I love coaching. Mm. And if I can coach this town to a flag, I reckon I could die content. There you go. So, really? Yeah. So if I'm – yeah, one day if the opportunity comes up, it'd be great. So, I wouldn't mind getting involved somehow down there this year or next year. Mm. Um, but, yeah, if there's something there for me to do, I'll, I'll jump on board. If not, I'll sit back and watch and criticise like all old players do, <laughs> sit on the hill and – I need to take me two beers and I'll be off my chops, so we're good. Well, we could always take the podcast gear down there and do some live streaming and you could start your uh, your commentary career. That, that could be another uh, JJ, opening. JJ, I've already started that. I'm Sorry, I forgot you're on the SEN's no, payroll, aren't you? No, smiles, bloody <laughs> web page. Come on, jeez. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Sorry, sorry, I forgot. I no, forgot. but, um, yeah, and I'm hoping to announce a big, big appointment in the Interleague in the next couple of weeks. Ooh, really? I've just as far a, as players or coaching staff? Coaching slash runner. Really? Yeah, so just stay tuned. I'll, I'll break it on this show. There you go. Good, thank you. Right, because it. it wasn't me that was <laughs> disheartened to see the exclusive on the back of the Sunny Daily. It was Chalutz sitting oh, really? down <laughs> at Black Milk, as he does on a Saturday morning. You know, Chalutz takes the dog for a walk, has a coffee, picks up the paper, turns it over, sends me a photo and says, you would think out of everyone to break this news, he would have come on the podcast to do it. And I said, well, yes. Marion got in first, really. And you know what? Marion deserves it. She got to stop pressing the last week's paper. Well. So, and the only way she found out is because my um, my oldest daughter's doing a, a school placement there once a, once yes. a week. And I took the job on Wednesday night. And yeah. Emma, Emma told Marion on Thursday, I think it was. Mm. No, sorry. I took it on on a Sunday night and Emma told Marion on a Monday. So Marion straight on the phone and she'd done a stop press in the paper. And then I, today she had an interview, like a yeah. interview in there. I yeah, it's in there it, as well. But yeah, but um, no, nah, looking forward to it. I'm actually yeah. excited. We play at Sea Lake yep. and we're playing North Central. Really? So North Central is Birchip, yeah, Birchip, uh, Watcham, Watcham, yeah, um, Witchy Proof, Narrow Court, Sea Lake, Daly. yeah, all the clubs that have merged. So they're yeah. all two club They'll mergers. Pretty strong because they get a lot of mm. players from Melbourne to drive mm. down. So, um, but Witchy Proof Demons have been a strong mm. side for a long time, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. Oh, mm. look, they're a good league, but mm. yeah, you know, I want to get our ranking up because mm. at the moment we're sitting twenty-eight out of thirty-two. Is it all one? Is there two divisions in Victoria no, actually, Country now or not? What it is now, Jade, is that the AFL Victoria's got nothing to do with it. Oh. They've wiped their hands of interlink footy, so it's up to each league to find their own game. So there's no oh, right. there's no rankings anymore. Yep. But it's still a pride thing. You know, I so how are you ranked twenty eight if there's no rankings anymore? From two years ago. Oh right, okay. They've just dropped it this year. Yeah, oh so, right. Yeah. So we yeah, you're looking at teams like uh, our leagues like Heathcote, mm. which is 
Bendigo's second year. It's yep. like our, Mal- yep. Mal- our Miller League. Mm-hmm. They're actually above us. So, you know, they actually bet us two years ago. Oh, so it's pretty ordinary, yeah. But that's – do you think the the – it used to be quite illustrious to go oh. and get picked in the interleague squad. Like back when in it. your heyday, yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah, was yeah. you played to go and play rep footy yeah. and represent. You to get the best players in country Victoria. Yeah, that's right. We made grand finals a couple of years in a row. We bet Bendigo, Gippsland, yeah. things like this. It was a big coup for us to do that sort of stuff. And yeah. I actually spoke to one strategic coach yesterday and he said that they were chasing a player from down south and one of his comments was, well, I checked you guys up on the rankings and you are like ranked 28 in mm. country Victoria. What would I want to come there for? Yeah. You know, I want to play good football, not mm. bush football. So, mm. you know, hopefully if we can get our best players to play, mm. I've got no doubt we'll win. Um, so, yeah. Do you think there's an injury concern? You know, because they, they players are getting paid in a lot of clubs yeah. so much money to play and if they get injured during an interleague game. But if we haven't got a league, they haven't got nowhere to play. Either. Well, that's true. And won't they put something back into the league for one game? Yeah, that's, that's right. That's all it is. It's mm. one game. And the league has jumped on board. If we've got to fly players in, they're prepared to pay that. So there's no excuse if you're a out-of-towner mm. and you don't want to pay for your flight to come back, the league will do that. Mm. So there's no excuse. Because if I'm going to suspend blokes, which we can, mm. I don't want to go down that path, but um, I don't want, say, a say Jake Greffer, for example, misses because he doesn't want to play and I've got to suspend him and he's a local guy, yet a bloke out of Melbourne has got a free pass because he's from Melbourne. Well, yeah. I don't believe that's right. Either you're all in or nobody's in. Yeah. Simple as that. So, yeah. So we have got that two-week thing, but I don't want to use that. That's that's just bribery. I don't, I, mm. Just You want to play because of the Jersey. You want to yeah. make this league better. Mm. And if we can do that, and it's a pride thing. I always wanted to play into league to play against the best mm. Yeah, and see how good I really was. Yeah, you mm. can be a big fish in a little pond. Yeah. But how good are you against the, yeah, the better players? And yeah. I pride myself because I always did play well in interleague. So, mm. you know, that, and that's what I wanted to do. And that's the thing, though, isn't it? When you – I reckon you always play better when you're playing above oh, yourself. Because yeah. there's that that pressure to step up and you can actually see what you can really do exactly. rather than just playing at your comfort level. Well, you it know? even even stems into training. We used to go mm. to interleague training against the best players in Serasia. You didn't want to be the one to stuff the kick up. That's right. Yeah. You want to make sure you're hitting every kick and hitting mm. every ball. And this year what we're going to bring in, we're going to take probably the best three junior players at every club for experience in mm. the training squad. Mm-hmm. They necessarily won't get a game this year, but it might be better for the future. They can see what's you know, what's involved to get to that level of a Dan Coglin or somebody like that. Yeah. Like, actually, he's a ripping bloke. I spoke to him the first time the other day and he's right behind it. You know, he's a guy that's played VFL or VF, yeah, VFL for mm. Essendon. Coach, mm. yeah, I was captain and then he's like, mate, whatever you want, I'm on board. So That's awesome. Speaking to every coach, they all said the same thing. So hopefully it's just not – Blowing wind up my ass at the moment. Hopefully they're they're right behind mm. me. And we can do it. So well, but, that's good news. Yeah, no. Like I said, I'm actually you got a spring in my step. So I was going to say you got a spring in your step and a smile on your face yeah. for the first time in months. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. it's actually something to look forward to. Yeah, you know, um, been on the phone a fair bit and you know stuff like that, talking footy, which I love, and yeah, it's been great. So even blokes that. Um, yeah, I haven't spoken to her for a long time through Messenger or Facebook have congratulated me, which is good. And that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. So hopefully we can get behind it. So we're just gonna gonna go back to the nineties and yep. we're gonna have a bit of fun and get the team to gel with you know a bit of a Sunday sesh backyard Barbie and. That's and the best way to do it, though, isn't 100%, it? Hundred percent, because they all know how to play. Yeah. So I don't have to train them to play. They just about getting together, get yep. a little game penalty happening, and if everyone sticks to that, we, we should be pretty right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I see, I- 
absolutely subscribe to that yep. that theory that if you want a team to bond, do it socially. Yeah, exactly. Do it with a bit of social lubricant, have yep. some beers, yep. have some food, get yep. some conversation. And th- at least then you're not just playing for the jersey, but you're also playing for your teammates. Exactly right. You know. And you're going to get long-time friendships out of it too. Mm. You know, you might be a guy you can't stand when you're playing against him, but he might be a ripping bloke off the ground. And you don't know that. You only know what he's like on the ground. Mm. Have a couple of beers and get to bond and – you never know. He could be your best man at your wedding. Who oh, knows? Mate, that's the story of my life. I found that out. First basketball game I played this year, I, play, I played for Calabasas this year, and all yeah. the girls said, gee whiz, I'd much rather have you on our side than playing against that's you. Exactly what a surprise. Right. I went, yeah, well, see. Yeah, exactly right. 100%. Me soon. Yeah. So, no, that's good, and um, that's enough about me. But uh, basketball finals all done and dusted. Mm, we yeah. won. Did you win? Yeah, Calabasas won. Oh, yeah, by three points, I think, in the end. Yeah, cool. So yeah. That was all Monday, Tuesday nights, wasn't it? That was Monday. Ours was Monday nights. The boys were Monday nights. Heroes won that. Yes. Which was Stevie, Ricardo. Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, yeah. Harrison scored a couple of points too, yeah, which is good. Yeah, he goes right at basketball. Yeah. Right. Yeah, very good. And is then, he going to play footy this year? No, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. No, I don't think so. But yeah. then, then um, I think uh, under-14s, uh, they played – was that Wednesday night? Yeah, Tuesday Wednesday night. Wednesday night they played. Yep. So, yeah, they were there. So um, that's all done and dusted. So, mm. so we can bit, concentrate on footy now. footy, yep. We've got training tonight now. Well, we've been training for two weeks. Yep. But um, we've gone back to Thursday night now. Okay. I, I don't think the seniors are training tonight. They've just got a meeting. No, but I think that chains next week, doesn't it? They've got Does a game it, tomorrow night. Have the, oh, yeah, against Redcliffe. Yes. Yeah, we do too. Because so the netballers do as well. Yeah, so I that's, forgot. that's why they're not training. I think they're just doing a meeting tonight and then – Maybe picking a team, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but, okay. Um, yeah, that's tonight. Um, they looked all right, the track the other night. I sat there and watched mm. a bit. They looked pretty good. So That's good. On the right track, yeah. Mm. Um, bar an injury, I think they should play finals. So. Fingers crossed. Mm. The netball is actually going quite well as well. And mm. uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm playing again. There's a few year. old stages coming back on there. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> No, two of my sisters reckon they're played. Yeah, they are. Maria yeah. has been – I've seen Maria at training. And Lisa, that yeah. was because of all of these whatever the phrase was that you used to describe, I thought, yeah, okay. And because Abs is coaching, I thought, yeah, great. Great excuse. New netball courts, which yeah. are yeah, well awesome. and truly on the yeah, way to yeah, being done. Yeah. Um, they be ready first game? The first home game they will oh, be. Shit. Yes. That's, Concrete that's will be finished today. 17th April or something. 17th, yeah. Yeah, yeah against Wentworth here. It is too, Yeah. 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 Um, so, but when Maria said she's playing, I thought, great, I'll go back and I'll just play like C grade or C yeah. res and, and just have a bit of fun. Yeah. Abs did. What are you playing? I'm playing B grade. Really? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, well, if you um, can do it. What, you just said if you can better yourself. You well, do and this is the thing. Like I said to Luke, I, I've been picked in B grade. So I, I'm, I'm happy with that. Just means I'm just going to have to work a bit harder because I'm 20 years older than the rest of them. But and there's. Age doesn't discriminate. If you're good enough to play, it doesn't matter how old you are. No, play. exactly yeah. right. And I figure if Jane Aikman can still play at the standard she yeah. is and she's exactly. only a few years younger than me, then yeah. Julie Wardle is 50 and she's still playing A grade So for Tully right. Buckman. No, so. at the end of the day, look, it's in your blood you do it. Mm. So, no, which is good. But, mm. no, look, hopefully hopefully the boys go right and the netballers go right. Mm. And I think the town needs a bit of excitement after yeah. the, the picking season we're coming off. So um, oh, Off COVID, off COVID. the picking season. She's old Daniel Andrews. Do you push him? Oh, I reckon <laughs> there's something going on there. Yeah, that's a bit be. sus, isn't it? Yeah, you know, like, you know, I seem to be defending that guy lately on this podcast, but you know, some of the comments on Facebook are pretty ordinary. Aren't oh they? yeah, he's still a yeah. human being. Yeah, like, that's exactly you know, he, right. He has stuffed up. We all know that. Yeah, but you don't wish him 
dead. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just can't believe some people. Like, obviously, keyboard warriors and whatever, but geez, come on, that's a bit rich. Oh, uh, yeah, but, and they do, they unleash on oh. everyone. Even Ali's copped it the last, you know, after yeah. the whole state of emergency vote and Fiona. Oh, did Pat- they have that? Yeah. You got it. Yeah. That's why Ali, you pushed well, the Yeah, and Ali. Ali voted for it um, because she was getting – it looked as though she was going to get a, a deal done that way, which is politics. That's that's what happened, but it hasn't worked the, out. There, no. There you go. So no, it doesn't appear so. So she's got egg on her face in. Mm, so, you know. which, is, uh, which is unfortunate. But, again, that's, that's politics, I guess. But, yeah, it just <sighs> – for falling downstairs, it's going to be obviously a documentary made on that or something, <laughs> and he's he's probably been sniped or something like that. Who knows? But, I don't know. It, it's uh, yeah, it was yeah. I couldn't believe it the other day, but um, yeah. well, we won't go into a state of uh, any more lockdowns in a hurry. Well, look at it. So. No, well, I don't even know whether James Molino can call lockdowns and stuff if he's just the acting premier. Have to, wouldn't he? Well, I don't know. Someone's, don't know. Got, someone's got to be in charge. So. Yeah, well, but, it is him at the moment. Yeah. But, um, but no, it's, otherwise, yeah, a bit of rain around the last couple of days, yeah. which yeah. wasn't forecast. No, so got that right. So. But I did, I called it again. My knee called it, yeah. and we could actually smell it at netball training last night. And the kookaburras were singing. How and bad's we, the glass been? Yeah, the glass. The, Shocking. Jeez, they just and the cockies. Off. Me and Samuel went for a kick on Sunday night in the footy oval. And they, were, and they just eat it, don't oh, they? They will make, make an absolute bloody mess. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe it. There would have been a thousand of them yeah. sitting on the oval just picking at it. Jeez, mm-hmm. like, oh, I couldn't believe it. And yeah. all the work that the council staff do do mm. on that oval, and they've been doing a looks lot. Good. It looks, looks great. Yeah, yeah. And then the cockies come along and just eat it. Yeah, no, it's stuffed it right up. But no, otherwise all good, Jade. Yeah. yeah so, um, well, that's good news, Donny. Yeah. And no. your grapes are delicious. Yes, I you, you might not have many of them, but they're delicious. Yeah, very light crops this year. <laughs> but um, yeah, started picking the old autumn crisp today, so mm. it should be worth a lot more than what I'm getting paid. <laughs> that's farming. COVID. Mm. <laughs> COVID. But mm. um, yeah, but no, look, the quality's not too bad on all the varieties. Just we're down on um, obviously volume from last year. So. Yeah. So that's why we're hoping to pick up extra on the dollar side of it, but it's not happening at the moment. So. And I think by middle of April, I reckon 99% of us will be finished. So yeah. it'll be an early season this year, yeah. um, which is a good thing because for our mental health, what we've been going through the last month, mm. it'll be good to get in and get out as mm. good as we can. Mm. But well, yeah, as long as China doesn't shut the doors, which it hasn't yet, um, there's that's good. fruit salad in there. Um, water's still cheap. Mm. Uh, and if it keeps raining, then hopefully things stay that way. Yeah, I don't think it's going to rain, but mm. they're, they're saying it's going to neutralise now. Yeah, so. well, we'll see. We'll see. But speaking of mental health, we have got um, a very important announcement or a very big, exciting announcement coming up next. So I'm going to leave you and let you go and get yep. back to work. Beautiful. And, uh, and I will a- give you that announcement in the next couple of weeks. In the next couple of weeks. Okay. Big announcement it is. Is it? Yes. I'm pretty excited. Now I'm trying to rack my brain and think who it might be. Just what you know to, you know. A runner who would have to know footy. Played a lot of footy. At top level footy? AFL level. Yeah. Mm. Superstar. Oh, gosh. In which era? My era. Your era. I played Bendigo Pioneers with him. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that starts narrowing it down. It doesn't really, but I'm sure we can 
There'll be a few Stay people. Tuned. There'll See be a Jake. few people listening to this who can figure it out. Righto. Thanks, Donnie. See, See ya. Time for more exclusives, although I don't think there's much exclusive about this chat. With my husband. It's been a while, dear. Good afternoon, Jade. How are you? It's <laughs> been a while since we've actually sat down and had a face-to-face conversation. Yeah. It's that time of the year, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, me being a harvest widow. Now, did you listen to what your comrade at the golf club mentioned on Sunday night during the wine tasting about the wife hamper post-harvest idea? Uh, Very good one, I thought. I don't listen to too much, he says, but <laughs> I was told about it by you, of course. Hmm. Good idea. No. What? Why? <laughs> Why? You knew the deal when you married me. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. From a company point of view, though, I'll take nice you out touch. for dinner later. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting three weeks now. Lunch at the loft. Mm-hmm. Get up um, there for all your coffee and lunch. Yes. Mm, I had a coffee from there this morning. Oh. Thanks for not bringing me one. That's rude. Who? You. You didn't. You rock up here empty-handed. So Even Donnie brought me grapes. So after lunch, you don't need coffee after lunch. I haven't had lunch. Anyway. Anyway, we're not. Let's let's not have an argument (laughs) on air, shall we? No bickering. Because you've got some things that we need to talk about first and foremost. Which will we do first? Uh, Either or. Let's talk about the golf club first and this Premier League golf thing that I can't quite get my head around. What do you mean? Well, I'm not. I don't mind watching golf. I enjoy the joy that you get from golf. But golf to me is an individual sport. Correct. So how is this golf Premier League now a team sport? Explain this to me. Like I'm a four-year-old. <sighs> Can't even do that. Um, so it's basically, like you said, it's a team's event just like a football competition, AFL, rugby league. So you get your teams together of mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. and every Saturday during the normal competition you get all your scores together and the best three scores go towards your team score. So each week it's just like a normal round. Teams will be drawn against each other. So it'll be my team versus your team, for example, um, over eight weeks. So it's no extra commitment. No. No extra commitment. It's played as part of normal Saturday competition. Mm -hmm. Um, The only commitment, I guess, is you need a a minimum of three players out of your five to play every Saturday. Right. How can you can only have five on a team? Why can't you have six? completely up to the club. Oh, right. Completely customisable. So – uh, we just thought with our amount of numbers and five works pretty well because mm-hmm. we have a lot of people that come and go and like myself, I don't play every week. Mm-hmm. And we thought five was a, a manageable, manageable amount. Right. A lot of clubs will do six to eight and then uh, – So this uh, is not a new thing. This has been done at no, clubs. No, so this has been organised through uh, Golf Australia. Oh, right. Um, I've had, a, had this you know, golf Premier League mm. running for a number of years now. Mm. I think Murray Downs – do it. Karan Golf Club do it as well. Um, I think Murray Downs are into it quite heavily, but they do have a quite a large member base. So um, we're hoping if we can get sort of around the eight teams, if it's 40 players involved in the competition, um, the idea is to try and increase a bit of participation and, mm. and make guys, I guess, commit a bit, a bit. So like when you played footy or I played footy or you played netball and those sorts of things, in a team sport, you commit, so you make yourself go every week and and mm. and try hard. So it's it's a bit of fun, a bit of mm. banter, and you know, egg on your mates and have a bit of a, a bit of a stir. There'll be a ladder up on the in the club room each week, and you know with all the results for each week. So you sort of get in and 
give everyone a bit of a ribbon and mm. um, so you don't actually have to play against each other each week like so you're not you paired know. together no, you're not okay paired each right. other against yep. each other so you mm. just play your normal round with your mates or whoever it may be and then wait for the scorecards to come in correct and wait right. for the scorecards to come in at the end of the week gotcha so, um, and that's run by uh, or Golf Premier League have got their own committee and administration, so they will run everything. They do the draws. We oh yeah, so, so it's our, really administration. All we have to do is put our scorecards into Golf Link, which is where all our recording of our scores go for yep. handicaps, mm-hmm. um, and it's all done. It's all automated, and oh. every, every week we'll get a. Well, I'm the point of contact, so I'll get the results sent out mm. and an updated letter each week, which will go up in the club. That's good. Yeah. That's good for an administration point of view because yeah. usually, you know, organising any sort of team sport is very administration heavy. Mm-hmm. So how do people get involved and when does it start? So it starts March 20th, mm-hmm. which is next which Saturday. Which is next week. Next yep. Saturday is the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need teams in by um, basically Monday at mm-hmm. the latest. <laughs> Great. It's mm-hmm. Monday coming. Nothing so, like leaving it to the last well, minute. Yeah, true. But, you know, we're fortunate enough with football not being around that – um, yet. We, yet, that we are getting a lot of participants. So most of the people that will play will hopefully be there Saturday. Mm. The forms are at the golf club. Uh, get them filled out, $40 per head. Mm-hmm. It'll be eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, that may change you know, more or less depending on how many teams we have. The whole idea is to at least play each team once. Yep. Um, and then we'll have a top four finals. Final and, series? Yeah, two weeks. And then a grand final? final. Yep. Cool. I think on that grand final, it's totally up to us how we run it, but that grand final we might actually – Put them head to head. Oh, yeah, that's cool. A bit of a day out of it. So uh, we get statistics for a best and fairest. Mm -hmm. So there'll be a a best and fairest as well. How does that work? I'm not sure how the scoring for that works to be honest yet. But they again, that's something that GPL Mm -hmm. uh, take care of and send us the basically the three, two, one votes each week, each round. So we can, if we really wanted to, we can do a presentation night with a. Brownlow medal style oh, that's, at the night, end of the night. That's a bit cute. Yeah. What kind of medal would it be? Don't know. Do you think? Uh, we've had a few discussions, Mick and I, but we might leave that till. Oh. Yeah. So it's going to be, I think, pretty sure we were discussing the, um, and don't quote me on this, I think it was going to be the McIntosh Cup. Oh, yeah. Nice. For the winning team. Yep. And the Ridley Wood medal. So Lee Ridley and yep. Grattan Wood have been involved for a long time. So. Great. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. That's yeah, kind of so nice. It's nice normal season and hopefully it creates a bit of bit more participation. We're sort of we're learning how to run it and you know, getting timings right. I know the second half of it's only gonna go for say ten weeks. Mm. So the second half of it'll clash with footy, but uh, that was f- sort of the idea to try and get some of the people involved with footy to try and manage mm. both duties if they can and do you think there'll be a few that have picked up a golf club over the COVID year last year mm. that will stay on the golf course rather than go back to footy? Oh, I'd like to think so. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to think so. You talk to a few and they say, yeah, they're not going back to footy, but when really? footy comes they might, when all uh, the rest of their mates go. But And this is uh, the thing. I think because we've been without so much for so long, the excitement around footy, netball and actually organised mm. sport is – Probably higher than it's ever been, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. And that's going to be the challenge for a golf club like ours um, in a in a town that's so um, so committed, I guess, mm. and so much participation in the football netball club. So, mm. look, we don't expect r- realities. We don't expect to pull the majority of players away from <laughs> football netball. It's never going to happen. No. But you know, if we can pick up a few here and there, um, 
even better for it. Mm. Like it was only two years ago that I think Mick and myself were the two youngest players there. So And you're not now by a long stretch. Oh we've got <laughs> You're like very much middle-aged. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, a lot of young players, which is good. Mm. Speaking of footy, though, um, yes. here, let's talk about Auskick because you're in charge. Of, we were talking to Donnie earlier about uh, footy mm. and, and all things connected to it. And Me making talk- a comeback. You make – no, well, <laughs> do you want to make a comeback? Into the footy arena by doing Auskick. <laughs> by doing Auskick. <laughs> That's about it. Um, registration. So registrations are open. Yes, they are, and they haven't gone up on Facebook yet because I haven't done it. But the registration also for there's been a registration night date announced, which is the Thursday the eighteenth, which is next Thursday. But that's different to Auskick, isn't it? Auskick is all online registrations, isn't yes, it? Yes, Auskick's all online. Okay. There is a um, AFL Sunraiser putting together a registration day at in Mojura. Yep. When's that? I think it's the Saturday prior. Oh, thirteenth is it? When does the when does Auskick actually start? So each each group, uh, or each club, basically dictate when they're going to run. So we're running ours uh, April twenty second, first Thursday, back in the second term. Okay, four thirty. Yep, forty grand, and it'll go for ten weeks. And it's on Thursday afternoons. Thursday four thirty. And is there the possibility that they'll go to get to play on the MCG this year, or has that been taken off the cards because of COVID? Uh, it is a possibility. Yeah, <gasps> I think they're still working on it from uh, the emails I've received. Oh, yay. Yeah, That's not, pretty not exciting. But they're just going to see what happens, I guess. Oh, how yeah. exciting. Have exciting. you registered our son? I have. Oh, good. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I oh, well, I, d- I didn't know. I yes. hadn't asked, so... Good, you're onto it. I'm the coordinator. I shouldn't have to do it. You're the parent. You should know. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm the be- Wow. I'm trying not to do any, wow. have any bias mm-hmm. here. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Why? I'm great with other people's kids and teaching them. but Yeah, how are you going to go with ours? <laughs> yeah. And how are you going to stop that's the two-year-old running around and kicking the footies? Or you're not? It's your problem. No, it's not. I'll be on the netball court, dear. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Have you yeah. made that exclusive? Uh, know you're making a comeback. Not only every well, they do now. I spoke right. about it with Donnie before. How his sisters are coming back to play, or two of them at least. And yeah. I thought, yeah, I'd love to play with Lisa and Maria. And, and I'm not now, but that's okay. It's good. It's it's good. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. We've got a practice match Friday night too, by the way, in Redcliffs. I thought the um, you've got the kids. <laughs> Just saying. I thought the netball club had a pretty good. Like player base, plenty of numbers. Just wondering why they're going on to the old ladies to come back. Like I'm all for participation, but just just saying, just putting it out there. It's like a bit like Donny. You sound like Donny, make making comebacks. Oh, Johnny Farnham. <laughs> This is something that you and I should discuss. You should just leave it for a younger people's game. That's okay. No, you know what? Regardless of age, oh, you, yeah. Regardless of age, mm-hmm. I think it's you pick the best side. And there's been a, a panel of three or four selectors that have picked the side. So, That's good. you how, know, how's it looking? What about some encouragement from you? Some positive looking? reinforcement would well, be nice. How is netball looking? Uh, it actually looks really good. And the drills that we've been doing um, have been. Um, Really good, and they're really practical, yeah. um, or will be in a game sense. But mm-hmm. it's um, it's all very exciting because it's been years since I've played club netball because I retired when I got pregnant with Peyton, and then just concentrated on umpiring, which I never thought I'd go back to doing. Um, 
but I'm excited to play this year. So, how's the uh, how's the vibe around the new coach? Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. To the point where A grade are training on Saturday mornings as well. Um, people are turning up if they can't get to one training session, they'll go to another training session. You know, it's it's really good. And Maria just knows, like, this is a woman who should have been playing for Fiji, really, years ago in her heyday. She should have been playing for Fiji. And now that we've got her coaching Robin Vale, like, why wouldn't you want to be yeah. playing and learning as much as you can from her? So, yeah. um, yeah. I, that, and that is, to be honest, the single reason – I'm playing again this year and why I'm so excited about it. It's good. Yeah, I just hope my knees can hold up because, be you know, old, old lady apparently. They'll be fine. Just find Second time I've been good, called an old lady today. Seuss and a good someone to train. Well, Pam, Pam has been um, appointed the netball trainer. Really? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So what does we, that mean? Which is awesome, which means you're off the hook, dear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got Jake from Central Mallee Osteo with a standing appointment every Good. time he's here. Perfect. So as long as I do the work. This is going to air, right? Yeah. So everyone knows that I'm <laughs> just off the hook here. Sweet. Just making sure. Oh, making sure. yes, you're off the hook. Awesome. It's fine. Yeah. Awesome. No, that's mm. good. I hope, honestly, I hope the whole both football and netball have a good year. Yeah. Should be. After the year that they didn't have. Mm. Really. Unfortunately. Mm. Um, so Oz Kick starts on the 22nd, but you can register now. Register now. Registrations are open through mm-hmm. playafl.com. Mm-hmm. I'll put the link up on our website, but it'll also be on the Footy Club Facebook page. Correct. So you can go and register there yep. as well, yep. as well as all the details for the registration night, which is happening next Thursday, which is the 18th of March. Mm-hmm. So everyone can go along and register. However, if you are playing in the any of the practice matches – um, then you have to be registered. Well, the netball ones, I know you need to be registered with Netball Victoria at least because yep. you need insurance before you walk on the court. Yep. So do that. Um, and anything else? You got anything else for me? What, uh, people have been asking what the next 42K project's going to be. My uh, response has been I haven't decided yet, but have you got any thoughts? How many weeks into the year are we? <laughs> a few. You could you could get fit for a marathon now. You've done one. It's all in muscle memory. Mm. You could do the Melbourne Marathon. Could I do something that's like less effort? <laughs> okay. Like what though? That was a tough slog for a few yeah, months. I know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really thought about the next. I'm one of those people that once I've done it, it's it's done. Mm-hmm. I've got a goal. I set myself to reach that goal. I, I achieve it and then I go, well, what's next? Yeah. Well, what is next? I don't know. That's the question. I don't know. Mm. I haven't really thought about it. Any mm. suggestions would be good. Mm. I'll open for a challenge. Mm. If there's anything that someone wants to do that don't think they can and they want some other idiot to do it. <laughs> Here's your Guess idiot. <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve heights. Heights, definitely <laughs> not heights. And creepy crawlies. Can't do it. Really? Things with their own mind. No, it freaked me out. Things with their own mind. Yep. Why on earth did you marry me? <laughs> Goodbye. That's the uncut <laughs> You're out. Bye. Goodbye. So we have another very special guest with us on the podcast today. We've got Mari Kelly. Now, Mari, you are from the Rural Adversity Mental Health Program with Health New South Wales. Is that right? That's right. Good morning, Jade. How are you? Yeah, great, thanks. Now, you're based up in Ivanhoe. Is that right? That's 
That's right. That's right. Yes. Well, so we had Scott Leslie on the podcast last week. And I listened to that last Friday. Yes. Did you? And how good were his songs that he played for us? Oh, brilliant! I'll let him know that too. Yeah. yeah. He's um. Yeah. He's such a talent, but so humble about everything that he does because he does do a lot of work within the community. And we were having a conversation, as you would have heard probably on the podcast last week, mm-hmm. um, about how, you know, we're sort of the gateway to the outback. And once you sort of get over that river and start heading north, it really does become more than rural. It does start to become really quite outback-esque. And mental health services in particular get more scarce than they are already in our region. They do, yeah. So I cover the whole Far West Local Health District in my role promoting mental health and, um, yeah, so um, up to the Queensland border and down along the Murray, of course. So, yeah, I travel around that country a lot and it's it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's mm. the, You meet such unique and wonderful personalities too, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so wh- what kind of district or area do you – cover? How far are you actually travelling? Well, until six months ago, I covered the whole Far West Local Health District on my own. So that's Tibaburra up in the, the north near the Queensland border down to um, Dayton and across to Bar Reynold and then, um, yeah, Ivanhoe North. So really it's the five local health districts. So Wentworth, Bar Reynold, Central Darling and Broken Hill um, council areas and also the unincorporated <sighs> That's uh, are you ever home? Not much, <laughs> but I have got a new colleague that started six months ago, so we've got her orientated. Um, at Jamie, who's based in Menindi, and we'll probably yeah, split up the geography to make life a little bit easier. Oh, yeah, that must from be, here on in. That hmm. must be a godsend. So tell us, we're gonna we've got a really important announcement, and I'm so so excited to finally let this let the cat out of the bag. But I want to get to the sorts of things that the Rural Rural Adversity Mental Health Program does because on this side of the river in Victoria, we don't have this kind of program and it's I think it's such a good thing. Can you just run us through exactly what what the RAMP is? Okay. So, well, I'm actually employed by New South Wales Health but work under the RAMP program, which is administered from Orange from the Centre of Rural and Remote Mental Health. But what we do, we've got four, four pillars we um, link people um, to appropriate care that they may need or request. Uh, we train, so we run mental health first aid and other short uh, mental health workshops, and I have run some of them in Houston in the club in the past a few years ago, and um, informs. So we've got a whole suite of resources um, that have been developed from our program, or often we share like, other people's resources. Beyond Blue have got some great stuff and other different organisations, and also partner with other organisations. So. Um, particularly some of the ag organisations because the program was first started up with a millennial drought. So we partner with Department of Primary Industries, Land Care, which is I guess where my connections come in with Houston community recently, um, schools and lots of other different uh, rural flying doctor service, of course. So, yeah, partnership with other organisations to, yeah, promote uh, emotional well-being out there in the community. And so you also link people to the correct resources to get support yep. and help for mental health yeah. issues and crisis? Yep. Wow. Yep, so we do that. If someone approaches us who's having a few struggles with their um, mental health or if they're worried about someone else 
And certainly my background is clinical, but it's not uh, a job as a clinician, so I don't do counselling as such. We just help connect people into um, yeah, what, what they ask for or what they might need because there's so many different things out there and it's a bit of a, particularly if you're not travelling well, it's really hard to navigate your way through to get to um, – you know, the appropriate help sometimes. Mm, it really is, especially if, you know, a lot of times the the first port of call can be your GP, but if you mm. live, you know, 200 k's from your nearest town, then a visit to your local GP is not always, even if you don't, even if you live in places like Robinvale, Euston, you could be waiting six weeks for an appointment. So That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's, um, that's fascinating and I will put the – the website, the ramp website up on our website. But as you said, you have a uh, a connection obviously to Landcare and to Scott, uh, Leslie, who was here to talk to us last week, and he wanted you to make the announcement of uh, the next event that is coming to Euston on Easter Saturday. I'm going to play you a drum roll and then you can announce it. Well, Jay, thank you. Um, so through um, drought funding, through the Ministry of Health, uh, through the local health district, we've been able to um, fund for Toby Price to visit Euston on Easter Saturday. So in case there's some people out there who don't know who Toby is. <gasps> who wouldn't know who um, Toby Price is? Well, I suppose a couple of people don't. He's off-road and enduro motorcycle racing world champion. Um, mm. He's done really well in the Dakar rallies and I think He's, He's won the Dakar Rally. Mm. Yeah, yep. Uh, and I think years ago, some of his first races were down in, is it um, Hattie? Hatter? Yeah, he raced Hatter. I think he won Hatter as well. Yeah. He raced yeah, his yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a Red Bull athlete <laughs> superstar. So Yep, yep. Um, so we've been so lucky to um, secure him to come to Euston. And, um, yeah, I think um, an event which we haven't, worked out the finer details yet, I believe Landcare are having a meeting tonight, so you and I are both going to zoom in or be there for that. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I guess at this stage we know it's going to be an afternoon event. Yep, 12 till 3 I think are the vague times, but everything will be locked in, but we just needed to get the word out because this is happening Easter Saturday, I believe. Yeah, it's probably, it's a tricky time. Some people may have already planned to do other things, but it's the only date we can secure him. I think he may be doing another event somewhere in the, you know, within the region. Mm. Um, So we're making the most of it. And I think, yeah, for those who aren't going away at Easter time, it's a great opportunity to for some great excitement. Oh, absolutely. And for those that are visiting the area... Um, yeah. around Easter time. I mean, we will get – I did say to Scott when this was sort of in the planning, I went, you know what, we could end up with 3,000 people in Houston coming to see to- – because he is a megastar. Yeah. If you're into that space, into motocross or enduro riding or, you know, into Red Bull extreme sports – Toby Price is a super. He's just, and he's an order of an Australia. He's got an order yeah. of Australia yeah. as well for what he's done yes, for motorsport. He has. Yeah. So yeah. he's yeah. he's a sporting megastar at the moment, and um, I don't know. The young ladies think he's a, he's he's a little bit all right too, don't they? Or is that just me? I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, could yeah. Just be, it could just be that rough and tumble type that I like. I don't know. Maybe, but. Um, 
it will be. That's that, that's phenomenal. We haven't had anything like this in this area since OSHA, I suppose, in 2019, I think that was. Well, well overdue for um, a megastar then. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're going to be here on Easter Saturday as well? I am. Um, traditionally, we spend Easter at Mildura, um, often to watch the speedboat race and, and to get on the river ourselves. So, mm-hmm. yeah, quite happy to um, head over to Euston. And, yeah. um, in fact, I, I said to my partner a few days ago, oh, I'm going to have to go and do some work stuff on Easter Saturday. I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to go to Euston. I told him what it was for and he says, oh, I'm coming too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, said, I said the same thing to Luke. I think I've got an MC job on Easter Saturday. Really sorry. Again, told him what he was and he went, oh, I'm coming. Well, okay, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I suppose the the message is here: keep Easter Saturday. We've also got the uh, Robinvale Euston Easter Festival with, that Reba are putting on on this side of the river in the afternoon. So it's actually really good timing for you know a lunchtime ish event and then moving on to the Easter Festival light, later in the day. Oh, great! Yeah, great. it's it's going to be yeah. a really big Easter Saturday. The Easter tennis tournament is on as well, so there will be people everywhere. Um, I guess we'll know more details about whether it's going to be ticketed and what the logistics are tomorrow. But we did want to we did want to get you on and um, and formally announce Toby Price appearing in Houston. Yeah, I could hear their anticipation on the podcast last week when you asked Scott if there was any announcements yet, and I thought, oh, that's just putting a whole level of excitement around it. So oh, it's good. Well, you know, I'm one of those ones that follows Toby quite closely and I'm a big fan of his. Um not just because he is a an incredible athlete, but he's also a really good bloke and a really good role model. Um and to come and do things like that like this and talk about, you know, perhaps mental health, how he struggled with all of his injuries and surgeries and his downtime and, you know, even there was an incident in the Dakar rally, I think, two years ago um, that we'll talk about on the day, you know, how he's coped with all of that stuff yeah, as well as, yeah, you know, everything yeah. he's gone through. He's a really decent bloke. So when Scott said that this might be a possibility, I I quite literally had to sit down and take a moment, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I think also like hearing from people like, um, like Toby, you know, all, all those, he's had all that adversity in his career, but just being away from home and travelling and, mm. and everything that's associated with that and and the the pressure of, um, you know, competing at that level. Mm. So he'll have a lot to share with us. He will. So, and there will be the opportunity for people to ask questions to him relating to all of that stuff and his career and all of that. So perhaps start to get your, your questions ready if you want to have Ask him a question wow. as well. Yeah, it's going to be pretty great. exciting. Great idea. Yeah, there mm. will be more details to come in the following weeks. But, Mari, thank you so much for coming to <laughs> make you. that amazing yep. announcement today. We're so, well, I am at least for now, so, right. so excited. And a big shout-out to Scott Leslie because he's done the groundwork for this and I know he's busy on his farm, he's busy doing land care stuff and all the other things that he does. I don't even know about some of them. But um, he's really, really made a great effort with this, so... Thank you, Scott. Yeah, and he really does make an effort with everyone and wants no credit for himself. He always pushes it on to everybody else, but Scott really does deserve all of the credit for making this happen because he's done a fantastic job. So we'll we'll formally thank him on the day too, I think, but for now. Thanks, Scott. I think we're better. Yeah, Yeah, I reckon. Good on you. Yeah. All right, Mari, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you, Joe. We will no doubt talk to you in the coming weeks when we've got some finer details nutted out perhaps. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Jade. 
this week, I had the pleasure of having Emily from the Fight Cancer Foundation in the studio to talk about this year's major fundraiser, the 2021 Swan Hill Film Festival, featuring this film, High Ground. You stand for justice? Absolutely. Then you give us justice for the man who killed my family. You know how civilization's built something? Bad men doing bad things. Bad men like me and you. This movie looks just spectacular. I haven't got enough adjectives to describe how amazing this film looks. What are you doing? You lied. Say it. It's got an all-star cast, including Jack Thompson, Simon Baker, Aaron Peterson. Never made you think you could change who you are and a whole host of extraordinary Aboriginal actors, and it's shot in the most remarkable landscape. Do you like my adjectives? This is my pick for the film festival, People I think. People like to have something to believe in. It's what everyone wants. Ooh, magic. Emily drove up from Swan Hill on Wednesday just to have a chat and we got talking about our community centre here in Robinvale and how amazing a film festival would be, especially one with such a diverse range of films. That's Corpus Christi, a Polish film featured in this year's festival. You'll get the whole interview next week, or now, if you're a Patreon member. But I thought, we have time. So let's highlight some of the films and talk about the Fight Cancer Foundation and what they do. This film is Summerland. Life is not kind. Anguish is inevitable. What matters is how you deal with it. to bear it on his own. He's not on his own. Nobody knows how to be a parent. But you two. Gosh, you make quite a pair. Tickets are available now at showbizcinemas.com.au Welcome the meeting! Well, I was speaking to one of my friends the other day and as he was cleaning my shoes, I said, listen. <laughs> we often thought we were triplets. We had the same sense of humour. We had the same love of the same kind of music. When you've got brothers singing, it's like an instrument that nobody else can buy. Brothers, in general, it's a very complicated thing. If we hadn't been brothers, we wouldn't have lasted half an hour. We've heard rumours that the group is splitting up. Would you like to verify those rumours? No. So I've watched all of the trailers from this year's film festival and I just went, oh, I need to see that one and I need to see that one. Even Corpus Christi, um, we'll get to that later, but let's talk about High Ground first. Simon, I suppose anyone of my vintage knows him as Simon Baker Denny from Home and Away (laughs) or Simon Baker from The Mentalist or... What else has he been on? He's been on a lot of stuff. A lot of Australian stuff. Yeah. yeah yep, he's a, a familiar face. Mm, he really is. But this is just, this movie is 
it's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah. even the trailer is powerful stuff. Yeah. And Jack Thompson's in it, of course he is. Any quintessential Australian movie <laughs> Jack Thompson's got to be part of. But it's set in the 30s yes. in Arnhem Land. Yes. And um, it's a chronicle of a young Aboriginal man. I just think this is, wow, I mean, this is the start to the to the film festival. So it's a great way to open it. But first of all, let's talk about, before we get back into the movies, which are obviously an important part, let's talk about the Fight Cancer Foundation. You and I were talking before about how this all came about and it actually started in the 90s. It did, early 90s, mm. in Swan Hill or, or in regional centres around, but but our group started in Swan Hill and we started with the Bone Marrow Donor Registry and that's where we were educating and inviting the members of the community to come along and consider registering themselves and getting tissue typed to see if they would be a possible match for people who are undergoing cancer treatment. At the moment, so your part, it was the Bone Marrow Registry to start off with... Then the name changed. So then we became the Bone Marrow Donor Institute. Right. And so we started looking at wider things that are involved with people who are undergoing cancer treatment. Right. Such as? Uh, Well, the supporting the costs that go towards people who are Mm. are going through that stage, that journey. Because cancer is an expensive illness, isn't it? Absolutely. Like anyone that's been on this journey, and I do want to um, pass on my condolences to family friends who uh, lost their patriarch, Bud Smith, last night after a long battle with cancer and then going into remission and and his wife is also unwell. But it's it puts a lot of strain on families, family members, finances – carers, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And we want you to be focusing on healing and not worrying about other costs and other stresses that then attack your body Mm. while you're trying to just stay in a good mindset and do what you've got to do to get through. So after the Bone Marrow Institute, is that which organisation or name was it that built this accommodation centre that I've only just learned about? So that was the BMDI house and Rotary house. So that is the Bone Marrow Donor Institute and we partnered with Rotary to make that happen. Once the register program was done, uh, we were still engaged in the community and we still wanted to do something Mm. and Rotary were on the same page as us. So the opportunity came up where a accommodation, an apartment, an old apartment building was available in North Melbourne. It was agreed upon that we would purchase it. Now, not we locally, we, all the collective groups. Oh, right. Okay. And, and yep. Rotary, we got together and, yep. and, and our um, governing body and, and we've worked together. Oh. And we, I was going to say, purchasing an apartment building in North Melbourne, like even 20 years ago, <laughs> expensive process. Yeah. Well, look, wow. it's, it absolutely is. So yeah. we, it took a lot of years of fundraising, but we got to the stage where we were really proud of it. It was looking beautiful and we launched it and, yeah, it's successfully running since then. Travis, where's his family? They're calling him the wild mob, brought together by one man, Baywara. He's the kid. 
That's the kid you pulled out of the creek. You're going to kill my uncle. I say that depends on you. If we're gonna work together, you should learn to shoot. Just stay calm. Gently squeeze the trigger. When you got the high ground, you control everything. It looks, all of these films just look amazing. So they're being screened over the weekend of Friday the 26th and Saturday the 27th of March. Tickets are available. Are they available now? They are. Yes. yes. Online through the Showbiz Cinemas website. Yep. We encourage you to book online because of COVID, we yep. have capacity seating limits. So <sighs> basically it's whatever we've got available. As soon as you've booked your tickets, that's it. Oh, really. yeah. I might have to get on and do that And if you're booking then. a group, mm. it's it's probably best to book it together so yes. that you can actually seat together. Yep. Yeah, because you do choose your – they've got a good – it's all through the Showbiz Cinema's website. That's isn't? right. Yeah, their yeah, website's yeah. very, very good. So there's high ground on the Friday evening yes. at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'll buy tickets to first. Um, be a good excuse for a little date night too. Summerland's on at 10.30 on the Saturday morning. Yep. Then there's Corpus Christi on Saturday afternoon at quarter to three. And then Saturday night, of course, is the BG's documentary. Of course. When else would it be? And really? we are encouraging people, if you do feel inspired, mm. 60s and 70s attire. Really? For BGs. Yes, really? Really. <laughs> so if you feel like you need to get out, just that, that, that outfit that's been looking at you for the last few years. Oh, my goodness. This is your chance to publicly air that. <laughs> Put it on. Why not? Why not? What a great excuse to have like a group outing. Dress up and and go and see the beaches. And enjoy the music. Yeah, enjoy the music and the stories and then, you know, go and have a drink afterwards as well. But Chubby Cinemas is also licensed. It is. Isn't it? So that's going to be perfect. So you can sit and have beers on Saturday night while you watch the Bee Gees doco. (gasps) Could you think of a better way to spend a Saturday night? No. It was extraordinary. The fever thing happened and everything exploded. I mean, that could very easily have just been a horn line. But instead, their voices are so sick, they're like, nah, we're going to sing it. They were on the first wave of global pop superstardom, if you want to call it that. They had the top five hits any given week. For those of us at the radio station, we're going to take hostages. So what a good cause to be raising money for and seeing movies for, really. It's $15 per ticket per film. That's correct. And you should book right now. Absolutely. And the website is? Showbizcinema.com.au. Perfect. Emily, thanks for coming. Let's go check out the theatre now so we can see if we can bring it to Robinvale next year. Let's do it, Jane. Yay. Do you believe in heaven? Yes. Well, you shouldn't. What happened to all the people who died before the Christians? Where did their souls go? Summerland. Where's Summerland? It's a myth. Stories have to come from somewhere. Oi! It's my dad's. In 21 squadron. Well then, what are you waiting for? Why don't you have a husband? Why don't you have a wife? There was someone. Once. Here we are. So I say, make the most of it. Was she the one you loved? 